My name's Red, and I want to tell you about the Transformers. My curiosity is aroused. Decepticons, transform and rise up! Calling Autobots! Calling Autobots! This is a battle protocol! Robots with emotions. Robots who can die. Arrest. Hey guys, welcome back to the Manholes Podcast. <clears throat> this is a special edition, one of our little sidecast projects we've been doing. This is called Transformers Tuesdays. This is where we pretty much focus severely and intensively on Transformers. What we're going to be talking about tonight <clears throat> is a show that aired originally just in Japan in the uh, yeah, late 80s, maybe early 90s. I, I'm going to go with more late, late 80s. It was called Master Force. Uh, this is a Japan-only show. It came after Headmasters, and that's what we're going to be talking about now. I want to go into a synopsis of it first. I want to get in contact with my fellow fan holes. I've got a plethora of them here tonight. I've got three of them with me tonight. So, guys, shout out who's here. Hey, 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 this is Brian Breakdown. Hey, what's up? This is Derek, Derek WC. And it's Michael. <laughs> Hello, Michael. <laughs> Uh, thanks, guys, for uh, joining us tonight. Um, I took the reins on this one because Master Force is one of my favorite shows. In Japan, Transformers didn't end with Season 4, quote-unquote. Um, in Japan, Season 3 was where they took off with Headmasters. We're going to talk about that later. That was a different show in Japan. Master Force is a totally different animal. It kind of follows Headmasters, technically, but they really went on their own little tangent on this. They took the Pretenders line the uh, Power Masters line, and a lot of uh, the later waves of toys, and made their own show. And you can really see this. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about the first episode, Pretenders Arise! And this is the one where we get introduced into a lot of uh, new characters. And the main thing here is... In the first five or six, you know, you know, seconds of the friggin' opening, you know, it's like a minute-long opening, you see a lot of characters you're not going to see for a while. So <clears throat> just deal with that and go ahead and just, you know, go ahead with that and you'll, you'll be okay. Uh, the synopsis of this uh, first episode is we are introduced into a character called Hawk. Hawk is a human, as far as we know. Uh, maybe... But Hawk. Hawk. But first, to open the show, we see a bunch of angry monsters attacking a cruise ship. Uh, one that looks kind of like a bat. One that looks kind of like a thing. A <laughs> <laughs> thing. <clears throat> and then uh, something that looks more like a standard uh, Transformer, kind of. He's more animalistic. Uh, you'll get to know these guys as Gilmer, Blood, and Gulf. Uh, Gulf... Don't worry about it. He's not that important. But uh, uh, Bloodo, as far as Japanese go, and Gilmer, are they, they play kind of important parts in this. And they attack this uh, cruise ship. There's a little bit of death in this, too. They kill the captain of the ship, which is kind of Japanese. <laughs> you know, that's a, 
That's that's a little bit high stakes. That's one thing I was going to mention is that even with Headmasters, they kind of seem to stick with like sort of American TV standards for a little bit. But I think Master Force is the first one where you actually see like Decepticons gunning down humans and like actual loss of life and stuff, which is kind of cool to interject into, you know, this action cartoon. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was definitely yeah, like I said, very very Japanese. Um, and then we uh, see our, our main protagonist for this episode, Hawk. He's watching uh, a character named Shuta play soccer and stuff with his uh, good friend, Dr. Go. Uh, they go to a laboratory, and they talk about it, and they get uh, saying there's uh, Destrons. In the uh, Japanese continuity, they're not called Decepticons, they're called Destrons. So uh, just get used to that while we talk about this. They have to figure out what to do and stuff. And to wrap this up as quickly as possible as far as synopsis, the Destrons attack a major city at a certain point, and Hawk reveals himself to Shuta, who's a young kid. He's the one playing soccer. And um, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm not just Hawk. You know, I am a part of the Cybertron you know, race, Autobot, from planet Autobot. <laughs> That's in the uh, translation. <laughs> Um, and he turns himself into Metal Hawk uh, with, again, a very Ultraman kind of thing where he turns into an armored form. You can still see his human face. And then he, like, puts out maximum pixel vector uh, graphics and turns into uh, Metal Hawk. <laughs> um, he flies off uh, and all that good stuff. They go to uh, confront the Destrons in the city. <clears throat> Here we see uh, Gilmer and we see uh, um, Bloodo. We also see Tentakill, who actually didn't get his name changed. He's still Tentakill in the uh, Japanese version, which is kind of nice. We also meet uh, Daros, or how do you say it, Mike? Yeah, I, I, I pretty much say Daros, or D- uh, Doro, Doros, or yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're attacking the city. Um, we get introduced uh, to Lander and Diver, who are his fellow head uh not head, I keep saying headmasters, pretenders. We also get introduced to Phoenix, who come in and basically big fight, save the day. Um, the uh, bad guy pretenders leave, and that basically sets it up. You know, um, Doctor Go is Doctor Wiley. Um, <laughs> he has horrible hair, but um, the, ma- the the main thrust of this episode, and this is what I was wanting to talk about on this, uh, you know, particular podcast is how differently the Japanese, especially like Takara, because they, they pretty much had control of the cartoons because we weren't making cartoons over here, totally changed everything. This is not a new continuity. It's supposed to take place after Headmasters, but this first episode, you're like, what the hell is happening? If you're like a Westerner, you know? So I'll go to Mike or Brian or Derek. I mean, what do you, what do you guys think about this first introduction into Master Force? There really, well, like you said, there really is, like, a disconnect between this and Headmasters, like, and like Brian said, on a lot of levels, like, it seems like right from the get-go, you sense it's a little more mature than, like, Headmasters was. Yeah, and um, the the animation has changed a little bit, too, because we have, like, more organic beings, like, we have humans who turn into robots and stuff like that. Um, uh, I know uh, Brian is a big fan of Japanese Transformers. Like, I know a few of them have been changed, but did, did the uh, actual pretenders change, or were they the same ones we got in America? Um, names changed. We didn't get some, like Metalhawk and stuff. Uh, like, later in the series with, um, like, some of the Power Masters, we got different colors, you know, like, um, 
Joyride is uh, what Ranger in Japan, and he's like uh-huh. a creamy gray like color scheme in Japan. But here we got Joyride, and he's kind of like white, teal, and like purplish. So there's a few variants in the in the toy line at least as they came over. I'm so glad that you guys are doing the hosting on this show because I don't know these guys' Japanese names for the fucking life of me. And, <laughs> well, and I actually I actually rewatched the the episode on my Shout Factory DVD, and on that, their subtitles actually use the American names. I mean, I know you, you can hear it. You know, it's like the yeah. Japanese are like, you know, you know, but in the subtitles, in the subtitles, it's like, hey, look, Wave Rider's going to go get some action from this, like, yeah, yeah. Rod or whatever. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, well, Wait, Wave Rider's got a date? What the fuck? <laughs> like, what is that? What's that all about? I don't even want to know. Like, is there any kind of weird... I, 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 I think it's Lander like, who has a date. Lander is the, the ladies' man, isn't he? Yeah, I always got the feeling that um, um, Wave Rider was, like, maybe homosexual in the cartoon. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm not even making fun of him, but I really think it's kind of implied. Oh, maybe maybe I'm confusing the names, but the guy the the guy who's the blonde guy with the glasses, and then he, yeah, he jumps that's out. Of the yeah, He's a ladies' man. That's yeah. who is that? Landrider. Lander. 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 Yeah. Lander. Or landmine. He's land. Yeah. Let's go ahead and uh, give our American listeners, you know, a thing. Blood is bomberst. Gilmer is Summerauder. Um, Dalos is, uh, Skullgren. Uh, Metalhawk is still Metalhawk. He's, he's a Japanese-only character. Phoenix, Phoenix is, is known as Logan or Wolverine in the United States. You can call me that. <laughs> yeah, I know. He has the haircut. Yeah. yeah. Or, 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 he, he's Cloudburst, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lander is Landmine, and Diver is, 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 is you're right, he's a, a fucking Splashdown, so... Oh yeah, so, totally well, it's so. interesting that you say that that you suspect him of being gay because I always thought of him as like the Aquaman of the Pretender group. <laughs> he's always like doing all the marine exploration, and he his his alternate mode, even though it looks like every other Pretender alternate mode, it's like that one's the one that like you know is kind of like a little submarine deep diving <laughs> vessel or what have you. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, hey, this is. I'm like, he's kind of like the Aquaman of, like, the Pretenders. The right? evidence continues to mount. <laughs> uh, what, what do you guys like, think of uh, Shuta? Shuta, I just, since Justin's not here, he may or may not back me up, but I like to think of him as the fiery little lad who would grow up to be, like, a Sentai hero if he actually grew up on this show, because he kind of has the same wacky hairstyle as, like, a Sentai guy like Captain Marvelous or like that Bucktooth guy from Geki Ranger. Like he seems to Very be like Dragon Ball Z ish, isn't it? <laughs> well, I mean he's got he's got that going for him and you could tell it's like he's hot blooded. He loves sports, you know, like he's he's a go getter, like that kind of He rides motorcycles. <laughs> right, right. So that that's kinda how I took him, you know, as just that kind of hot blooded, fiery young Japanese lad who's always getting into trouble, you know, type thing. Yeah. Have you watched later episodes? Yeah, I've I've seen the whole show, but this okay. Is, well, I, 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 well, I, I well, you know, this is not going to spoil it for you, but uh, he actually does play an important part. No spoilers, but he does play an important part later on. So, oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I think one of the things I like about Master Force again is like like Mike and Brian and even Derek had just said this. What about the disconnect? This is so a Japanese show. Like I said, I made an Ultraman like reference, like where they like 
are humans and they turn into giant robots. You know, but see, but see, I like that because that it was funny. The the first time I saw this, I was kind of like, wow, like that makes so much sense. And because I was raised on the American versions, like the only pretender I owned was Bombers, right? And, of course, he's a demon or a monster or whatever you want to call it. He's not technically disguised as a human. And then, of course, you're sitting here with this disconnect kind of going like, when you're reading the American comics, you're like, well, wait a minute. There are these huge, giant fucking robots, and then they have a shell that's huge and giant that looks like a gigantic human being. I'm like, how's that going to fucking fool anybody? Like, it was <laughs> like, that doesn't make any... You know, that doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. Like, in the Marvel G1 comics, I was like, this isn't going to fool anybody. It's a giant fucking dude. Like, we know something's up. Like, we may not know he's a Transformer, but we know something's something's kind of screwy. It it fooled the Decepticon pretenders that first time they fought. (laughs) They're like, like, you know... There's giant humans protecting the factory. This will be easy. <laughs> remember that remember that comic? They're like, oh, they look bigger than normal, but still as weak. <laughs> so so I was always kinda like I came from that place. Like that was my first introduction to pretenders and, and uh I guess for lack of a better term, you know, god masters or, or power masters or whatever you want to call them, right? So I'm thinking like, you know, oh, they're just giant fucking guys. And then, you know, with the Decepticons, I'm kind of like, well, wait, they're pretending to be what exactly? Like, ugly, scary monsters? Like, so they, they're not, it's like, whoa, the Decepticons didn't attack us. It's like this ugly bat dude and this ugly, like, bull-like dude and this ugly leech amphibious dude or whatever. And I'm just kind of like... Okay, like that. I I don't know who you're fooling, but uh, you know. And in this case, like at least they tried to sort of explain it. Like I like the little backstory that they give, where he's like, "Yeah, we came here like you know hundreds of millions of years ago, yeah, and it was back when everybody good. was was cavemen." You know, so I'm like, uh, I'm trying to like picture this like you know, fantasy timeline fanfic that people put together where, like, you know, Primus and Unicron fight and then the Quintessons, like, shit on the planet and all that. And in between that timeline, it's like, oh, and then the Beast Wars happened and, like, Chak and Una, like, you know, had kids and grew up. And then Metalhawk came and, like, saved their tribe or whatever. Like, I'm trying to, like, fit it all together. But I like that whole thing of how, you know, they they were there previously and the Destrons or the Decepticons took the form of demons. Like that's that's how they describe yeah. their pretender shells. Like they're some yeah. kind of you know Akuma yeah. or whatever, you know, that, that were, you know, basically killing off like all these these cave people and stuff. So I was like, oh okay, cool. This is you know, this is fun. And I guess, you know, till then they were in hiding. And I mean you could rationalize it and say, oh well, you know, Fortress Maximus, like, left them there, you know, to, like, monitor shit after Headmasters. But you could also just say, oh, no, they were here since before Fortress Maximus, and only now they're revealing themselves because the only people they were concerned about were, you know, these uh, guys like Bludo or Bomburst or whatever. So, um, One thing I was going to ask uh, uh, Brian and uh, Mike, um, the Seacons are actually shown in this uh, episode but they seem to not be so much the Seacons as much of a horde of, like, clones, kind of like the Insecticon, especially Tentacill. Um, How do you guys feel about that? Um, I thought it was okay. Uh, it's kind of just like, you know, they're there for cannon fodder and to, like, you know, show how powerful the Autobots are, that they can blow up Decepticons at certain times. But, 
you know, especially we had the like the Insecticons in G1, and they had episodes where there's you know thousands of Insecticon drones, so the Autobots could actually like, shoot and hit them and destroy them in those episodes. So I guess it kind of plays out the same way here. I think the the only one that's actually like supposed to be uh, intelligent, like is uh, Turtler, right? He isn't is he supposed to be like an actual Decepticon, and he just commands all the clones of the others? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. At, at the end, he he. Uh... Spoilers, uh, it's, it's 20 years old, so deal with it. He he makes uh, King Poseidon, <clears throat> but, like, it's it's just him. The the limbs, it don't matter. He can pull limbs from anywhere, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like the Seacons, like, suffer, as always, with any, like, mass-produced troops. They suffer from Stormtrooper or, or uh, <laughs> yeah. like, Putty Syndrome, where the the less there are there are of them, the more threatening they are. Because like, there's only, like, one or two at a time in this first episode. And, yeah, like, yeah. They, they have trouble with them, but then, like, in later episodes, you know, they get destroyed, like, you know... Like wholesale it, and stuff. Isn't it crazy how big Tentacle is too? He like dwarfs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. I, I liked how Metalhawk took his wallet though, where he like slices <laughs> the one guy yeah. in half and everything when he's saving uh, the city and stuff. Yeah. This this will be a thing that happens later on, and we'll we'll go into it. But uh, I'm I'm kind of annoyed at how awesome Metalhawk seems in this. But later on, he doesn't seem so awesome. <laughs> yeah, he kind of gets marginalized in this series, yes. like after yeah. like Jinrai shows up and stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. much like General Hawk after Duke showed up. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, it's um, like. Um, well, whenever I feel like whenever when an, anyone mentions Master Force, they immediately think like Jinrai. But like you know, Metal Hawk was there first, and he's there for the first like, like ten episodes until Jinrai shows up. Yeah, I was actually looking up on TF Wiki, and that, that's why I bring up the uh, the opening uh, credits because they show all these guys. They show like the Headmaster Juniors. They show the you know uh, Godmasters and stuff, and um, it's really funny because like we don't see a lot of these guys for a long time. <laughs> well, that's that's yeah. kind of traditional though for anime. I mean, anime openings like a lot of the times. You, you you almost get told a story in the opening right there, and a lot of it comes from maybe some kind of anticipation. Like, you know, it's even like when we were watching Build Fighters or the end credits, and I'm like, who's that hottie girl with the big boobies and the pink hair? Like, can't wait until they get to her episode, and then, you know, three or four episodes later, <laughs> yeah, three there or four. she it's, is. You know, well, like, you know, so uh, it's, it, it's, it's kind of the same idea. Well, you know, it's a little-known fact that that's what the, the lyrics to that song translate to. It's like, Master Force! Spoiling episodes, fifteen episodes in advance. <laughs> Look at this guy; he's gonna show up and fuck the shit up. You know, you remember Convoy? He's coming back again, but he's not motherfucking Convoy. Master Force. <laughs> we we were joking about this for the show, but uh, Master Force, especially like. I don't, I don't, I mean, it's been a while since I watched it, but I know the first, like, 10 or 15 episodes, they keep the same, like, opening, and it's such a epic song. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's just I like, like yeah. Yeah, I think I like I think I like Victory's like opening song better, but like it, Master Forces is like so, like oddly catchy. Like I guess like 
Yeah, because they don't they don't get to refrain until like maybe thirty or forty seconds in. They're like just like talking about shit for like <laughs> like forty seconds. They're like, I just have my new strength of your passion. Look at that guy, he's got a head. Oh, econs are gonna come around and look at that over there. It's a can of beans, masterful. You know? Yeah. <laughs> You know what I wanted to bring up? It's like the sort of the disconnect I have with it is like I like I think like Derek said, like like I think the Japanese took these like stupid toy concepts like and made them make sense a lot better in this show. Like, they did. Like, they pretenders did. and godmasters and, and you know and you know whatever whatever else. But like I feel like I don't know, like I go with the logic that like the TF wiki goes that these are diff like they're not like um let's let's use blood and bomb bursts as an example those are not the same character like just an ocean divided those are two separate characters basically yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so that's like I like 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 I kind of watch Shooter and stuff, and then I'm kind of like, well, he's not Siren. Like I like Siren. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like Minerva's not Nightbeat, and like right, right. Lightfoot's not Getaway, and I'm kind of like, you know, it's kind what? of like a weird like thing where I'm like, you know, I like like I like watching them in action, but they're not the character I want them to be. Almost. Yeah. Well, well, that's what that's what I was going to bring up. I actually was going to uh, touch on this. Is like Headmasters. Even though it was a Japanese production, we had like Rodimus Convoy, we had Convoy, we had uh, RC, we had like you know all these characters who were not actually important to headmasters like the, the the fourth wave of toys who showed up. We had Daniel for Christ's sakes, we had Wheelie, and they they all showed up in like if you dub that correctly, not the Malaysian dub where it's like you know, Larry Sparkle, you know. Like, you could dub that and put it as Season 4 of Transformers. But Master Force, if you dub that, you would be really fucking hard-pressed to be like, this is continuing, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's, it's weird, though, that you, you mentioned that causes you to have a disconnect. Like, for me, like, as far as the dub goes, like, it was completely reversed because, you know, obviously the Headmaster's dub is famous, right? But I think the yeah. reason why it's famous or infamous is because yeah, you have such a the, distinct yeah. image of, of what people are supposed to sound like. You know, you know what Galvatron's supposed to sound like. You know what Prime is supposed to sound like. You know what Soundwave is supposed to sound like. And then it's like when you're expecting Frank Welker with his, you know, weird, you know, changed voice with reverberation and instead you get like oh there sir <laughs> you know and you're like oh haha like that's not fucking sound wave or whatever but with with the master force and victory i mean with a couple exceptions i mean yeah i know like wheeljack and i think what perceptor or whoever there, there's like one or two cameos like, of yeah. somebody from from g1 every now and again but for the most part like it's a pretty clean slate, at least for me. So, like, I was able to kind of, like, take it at face value. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, Mike, too, because you're like, oh, hey, I want to see Nightbeat or whoever, you know, and it's not really the same character at all. You know, like, Black Zarek is not Scorponok or whoever, you know what I mean? So it's like, I, I totally get that, you know, but um, I just for me, in terms of listening to, like, say, a dub or a sub, you know, it... I, I could take it on its own a lot more easier because I was like, oh, I didn't have these 
preconceived notions. There were no prejudices, it, it, at least when I was listening to it. It's like, oh, I didn't go like, oh, well, God damn it, you know, like, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. freaking Bombers is supposed to sound like this, you know, and, and he... Well, yeah, yeah, like, there's no Bomber, that, yeah. <clears throat> well, like, I, I saw the English, like, the terrible English dub first, and, like, they basically used all the American names instead of the Japanese names, so it's like, you know, yeah, it's kind of weird, because I'm like, you know, uh, or uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, I think they actually called Minerva like Nightbeat in the English dub. Uh, so I was hmm. like, wait a minute, and like Nightbeat got kissed. Good for him. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, that ain't right. Like, but, and and like even they don't they they called like the little like the the kid like the Indian kid or whatever. Don't they call him like Hosehead? Like, yeah, I'm, like they do. Yeah, so, yeah like, I, I like, remember thinking like you're bringing back memories because I was trying to remember like who. I actually owned, and it was, it, you know, I actually owned certain Transformers from this series, but at the time, I never knew uh, that there was... Lug? Was it Lug and Hosehead? Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, Lug was uh, the, the headmaster, yeah. But yeah, the, yeah, the, so the like, kid's name is Cab, which is still not that great, but... Yeah, <laughs> you know. yeah, Japan, yeah, yeah. but it's definitely different. Like, and, and, you know, I remember thinking to myself, like, oh, well, you know, now that I watched it, I was like, hey, I own Bomberst, and I own Hosehead, you know? And then I went, oh, that little Indian kid becomes Hosehead? Like, oh, cool. But then I was like, oh, but he's not the same as, like, what you're saying, you know? But at the same time, I was kind of, like, proud of myself because I was like, hey, I'm still buying main characters, even if I didn't know they were fucking main characters. <laughs> like, I was all happy. I was like, I got bomb burst. Like, you know, so. I, I was going to bring something up to Brian because I know he's a big TF collector. Did Master Force kind of, <clears throat> like, blow your mind <clears throat> if you didn't know before. I mean, I don't know if you saw the show first or you were already collecting, but, you know, you're like, I've got all these fucking G1 toys. i got all the pretenders. I'm doing good. And you're like, Metal Hog? What's a fucking Metal Hog? i got to get that now? Uh, it's hard for me to remember, like, if I was aware of the toys before the show or not. But um, speaking of the toys, like, I know a lot of Transformer fans don't like the pretender toys, but I've always loved them. I think in part because of, like, most of them were a pretty uniform size and shape, you know, so they display really well. So I was always really proud of my, like, Pretender collection. And, um, you know, for sure I've known about Grand Max for a long time, so I always wanted him. And, you know, I've tried to get a Metal Hawk, but for the prices he goes for, like, the figure itself just doesn't live up to the price, I guess. I don't know. But, yeah, it's it's definitely cool, like, watching the show and realizing, like, you, you already do have most of the line just because you collected the American toys as a kid, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's a cool cool, to, cool toy and a cool character. Do you, do you yeah. have a black Zarek, right? No. Like, um, when I went to Japan... Are you worried about the gold crumbling thing? That That yeah, is gonna, one thing. Like, that's why say, I won't get yeah. bomb structure either, but... I went to Japan and I was so like wanting a Lyo Kaiser, and I saw like three different boxed um, uh, Black Xerix at the Mandarake store, and they wanted like I think the cheapest one was like two grand or something wow. like two grand. Right. So yeah, I, I passed at that time. Yeah, just to let you guys know who uh, collect Transformers, if you're like kind of getting into it now, uh, Brian and Michael, I, even I can tell you this is a horrible thing. Um, in the later years and some of the Japanese uh, versions, they uh, cast some of the uh, plastic in gold. And back then, unlike newer toys, the gold plastic that they cast in, this metallic gold, 
did not hold up really fucking well. And there's been more than a few report, reports where you pull it out of the box and it just breaks out of the box. Yeah, like, it's, it's something to do. Yeah, it's like it, the gold plastic isn't as sturdy or it doesn't bond as well, so it crumbles and stuff eventually. But even yeah. some like mod, like more modern stuff, like Beast Wars stuff that use gold plastic, like does not. Yeah, what, it'll, it'll, I'm, I'm just curious. I, I know this is a little off topic, but what what figures use that gold plastic besides Black Zarek? The, uh, some of the Monstructor guys do. Skyhammer does. Yeah, Monstructor, Metalhawk, uh, Roadblock. Yeah, uh, um, the the gold colored uh, Razor Beast from Beast Wars Two. Oh, I forgot okay. what his name okay. was, but yeah, yeah more, modern figures. Um, you want know, to know a gold character who holds up really fucking well? Hell yeah, fucking uh, Throttlebot Goldbug. Fuck yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, the wor- I know the worst one everyone says is uh the G2 laser rod uh, electro. Like they said like he, he yeah. his like waist snaps. Like the 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 rubber band inside his waist like snaps cuz the plastic can't hold it anymore and he uh-huh. like crumbles to pieces and stuff. But. Isn't there like a is Road Grabber the gold Decepticon pretender dude that came with a huge car? No, that's yes. that's Roadblock. No, no, Road Grabber is purple and white. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. He's got the pincher car. Yeah. Yeah, one of those was like all gold, and he crumbles to dust too. Because of Master Force, did that make you? Did that like Master Force and Victory? I mean, we'll talk about Victory later. But like, did these Japanese shows maybe revitalize your interest in like, oh, I've got all these D1 guys, and I've like, I'm totally done. But now. Oh shit! There's so much more to collect. You know, this is a whole new arena. Yeah, um, like I think before, like Victory more so than Master Force, but before Victory, probably the only guy I wanted was Lyle Kaiser. And then after watching it, like I think Victory is my favorite Transformer show. And so, yeah, naturally, as you just watch the show and get into the characters more, you like, like kind of start looking at the toys more, and you're like, yeah, that guy's really cool. I do kind of want him. So, um, yeah, definitely before I watched Victory, I never pursued, like, Deathsaurus or anything, but then, you know, after watching it through, I was like, yeah, I got to get these guys now. So, As far as Master Force, is that kind of one of the shows that, like, like, because there was a, a drought for a long time as far as Transformers collecting and shows. We had, like, you know, Timmy, Jimmy, Gimme, I don't know what the fuck his name was, talking to Optimus Prime. Then we had the Cybernet Space Cube. And then we had Beast Wars. But in Japan, this shit kept going on. And I think one of the reasons that it kept going on is there's an underground network of people, like, you know, getting these shows online and stuff. And I think that's why Transformers is so popular. So did, like, seeing these shows kind of revitalize your interest into it? Or was it just, like, Beast Wars or, you know, like, what was Master Force and Victory, like, you know, Hell yeah, Transformers never fucking died, you know? I think, I don't know if we've discussed this yet, either on, like, the Fan Holes proper show, but I, I kind of wanted to just bring up how I got into Japanese Transformers, and I wasn't exactly collecting Transformers toys, per se. I mean, I think, you know, part of it was Beast Wars was something that revitalized my interest, you know, especially the whole G1 connection and everything, so then that kind of got me collecting some Beast Wars stuff at the time. But as far as just the shows itself, 
I just remember, I'm trying to remember around circa what year it was, but I, I know it was like sometime when I was in college, so it was probably somewhere between like 95 and 99 when I first discovered that there were additional Transformers shows that I had never heard of. You know, that whole, you know, you're, you're asking, did that open a whole new world of collecting for Brian? But for me, it just opened a whole new world of like, what? There are other Transformers shows like and they were made in Japan you know like it was like what you know and so yeah yeah and 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 for me it was more like going to the cons and I I think Mike was talking about how he you know got some of them on a CD or whatever and he was saying that before the show and I I felt like saying you know well yeah that's kitty shit like I got fucking laser disc rips on VHS tapes from the bootleg guy and they had no fucking subtitles. So I'm sitting there like in 1996 or whatever it is coming home for the weekend, talking to my good Japanese buddy named Tim Kono. And I'm like, Hey, watch this with me. And he's like, what? Oh man, what? I got to do what? And I was like, dude, tell me what happens. He's like, it's a kid's show. Like you, you can follow it. You don't, you don't need me to translate anything, you know? And we watched a couple episodes or whatever. And I was like, Oh, okay whatever but for me it was like i was so excited about it like these days if something doesn't have fucking english subtitles or it's not dubbed i'm kind of like fuck you anime i'm not watching you but back (laughs) then i was so kind of naive and excited about it you know i was like what 18 19 i'm like yeah fucking a i'm gonna watch this shit i'm gonna watch this shit and i won't understand it and it's gonna be awesome you know so i was like that was that was kind of what my attitude was at the time. And it was one of those things where it wasn't, it didn't even have like these stupid ass wipe DVZ fan subs. It was just, Oh, I, I bought a lot glorious. of <laughs> Yeah. So it was like, it was just kind of like, whatever, dude, like this is more transformers. This is great. You know? So I was, I was super kind of excited about that whole idea that there were three other series and then zone that sort of continued the story. Yeah. What what about you, Brian? Were you like you know kind of reignited by like oh this shit I've been collecting for years because I know you've collected like you know G one for a long time, but then you're like hell yeah the toys I have are actually animated they're moving and shit you know that's pretty cool you know yeah it's cool um, I think my first uh, thought that there's something beyond anything like you know the ninety eight original series or the original episodes of the U S series was uh I ended up buying um all the episodes on VHS because this was before they all got released and stuff. And like, it was the infamous Toledo dubs from Toledo, Ohio. So, uh, anyways, I had those and then the guy was nice enough to put like, I think scramble city and I don't know, something else on there for me. So that was the first time I really like knew about, Whoa, you know, there's something more than what happened in the U S that's cool. And, um, you know, scramble city was, Supposed to take place between the um, season two and movie in Japan yeah, or whatever. Skip Riz, so yeah, it, it very much tied into G One, and it made me think, wow, they actually continue the G One adventures in Japan. So at that time, I think I probably started getting on the internet and looking um, specifically for more information on these other shows. And I think that's just kind of how I got interested in hopefully watching them at some point in my life, which thankfully we were able to. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Um to Tony that uh, me and Linkara, we were reading G1 comics back then, so it never stopped for either of us. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this comic is shit. 
But but um uh I, I guess I'll go ahead and wrap this up because we're we're hitting about about an hour on here. I could say my thing too. Oh well, I thought you were. I thought you were just going to say yeah. Time to wrap it I up. I was going to say something, but then Derek cut me off. I'm I'm a bad human being, and I should be taken out and executed by the the uh, pretender demon shells. My my chogan power has diminished. <laughs> no, go ahead. Uh, I, I, was, I was just going to say, like, the very first time I ever used the internet was in, like, probably, like, 1996 or something, and it was, like, at some summer camp thing I went to that had, like, this computer lab, and I'm like, what? The internet? What's that? And, you know, like, <laughs> like I went on, and, like, I found, like, these, like, really, like, old, like, like I, the, obviously the first, they, they said, you can look up anything on here. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll look up Transformers, because, like, Beast Wars like was on then. And I was like, there's got to be something on Beast Wars. And I found all these, like, fan sites. So I I went, and I was like, oh, cool, like, they've got, like, G1 fan sites, too. I was like, how can this be? You know, like, how I thought I was the only one who remembered Transformers. There's one more person who does, you know. But, um... In whatever case, like I got to reading and like I like I I read about headmasters and like back then like they they hyped headmasters up as like the shit basically like on the they, internet. They like, really did back like, in the day. They did. Yeah, it's like you know there's a fourth season of Transformers and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's hardcore. It's like blaster and sound wave. They fight to the death and they explode and it's hardcore and six shot. He fucking murders Ultra Magnus, and he rips his head off, and he kills everyone. And, like, you know, I'm reading this, and I'm, like, you know, I'm, like, 10, 12, and I'm, like, oh, my God, that sounds awesome, you know? So, like, for years and years, I built this up in my head. And finally, like, like maybe early 2000s, like, I found, like, a guy on eBay who's, like, uh, selling, like, all the Japanese shows, like, on the CDs. So, like, I bought all of them for, like, I don't know, like, 20 or 30 bucks. And it was, like, Headmasters, Master Force, and Victory. So, you know, I, I, I plugged in the first CD, and I'm like, this is going to be awesome! Right? And, of course, it's the terrible, like, Malaysian English dub. And I watched, like, the first, like, two or three episodes of Headmasters, and I'm like, what, what is this? Like, is this a joke? <laughs> Who the fuck is Sparkle? What's a Larry? <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, I thought this was supposed to be, like, some hardcore epic shit. Like, what is this? Like, <laughs> Oh, you're a new sound wave. <laughs> but, like, Didn't you see the part I... with the bridge in Triptychon? Come on, hardcore. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what, like, I, that's when... what I was saying, because I don't bring it up enough, man. You see when Wheelie and Daniel owned <laughs> Triptychon? <laughs> Represent Wheelie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, in whatever case, like I, I powered through them, but well, I didn't have I powered through Headmasters. But then when I got to Master Force and Victory, I, I was like, okay, well these are a bit better. And like even even though the dub is still kind of goofy, I was like, I think I was enjoying myself more watching those. So that's you know, like I like Master Force and Victory, but like like I said, I was having some trouble because I I like was familiar with the Marvel comics, and I was kind of like, well that. That's not like what Getaway is like, and that's not what like you know Hosehead and Siren and Nightbeat like none of these guys like seem right or whatever. But like so, I guess that's kind of like what I was like. But eventually, like nowadays, I kind of appreciate it as a different take. And I definitely agree with Derek that like the Japanese took like some of these weird like toy concepts and made them make a lot more sense. Yeah. Um. um per- personally, like you know, I, I think. 
this is probably a good way to end up on it, is like, we're going to do Master Force 2. And no offense, uh, fan holes listeners, we're, we're not going to do these in order. We're going to do, like, other TF Tuesdays, and we're going to do comics and all that stuff. So you may get Master Force, you know, part two later on. But uh, we're going to go through Master Force as quickly as we can. But I think the thing that I, I really want to do with Master Force is it's it's a new show. It's, like, something very different. And nowadays, that's not too, like, you know, risque. You know, we've had Transformers animated. We've had Beast Wars. Shit, we've had Armada. Fuck that. But, I mean, taking a concept and changing it is not that big of a deal. But back then, it was kind of a big deal. You know, it was like, especially when you weren't aware of it, you're like, you know, oh, this doesn't exist. And when you see it does exist and you see it for the first time, especially before Beast Wars, you're like, wow, they took Transformers in a totally different area. They took, like, you know, like I was talking about uh, Ultraman and stuff, you know, we're, like, doing, like, very interesting concepts. And that's why I want to do Master Force. It was, like, it's a very interesting little pinpoint in Transformers history that, like, takes G1 but doesn't keep it static. They they, they kind of moved on, and I, I really appreciate that. Would you guys kind of agree on that? Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. very interesting continuation. Yeah, I, I I can't say much more. You guys have already said is a, a new new take on a you know something I thought I had grown very used to and very accustomed to. You know, watching ninety eight episodes of the original series and put a new spin on it and kind of like in some ways up the maturity level. I thought so. Yeah, it was very cool to me when it when I first started watching it. What what Brian said. Cool, cool. Um, we will again go back into uh, Transformers: Master Force in the future. And I will probably smoke more. Because um, I am Dr. Go. Who is Dr. Wiley? Did nobody ever ever see that? That's Dr. Wiley. <laughs> they are similar. They, bo- they both have white hair, right? What's his name? Phoenix is definitely Wolverine. So. <laughs> what, about the, what about the little Saisaishi kid? What's his name? Oh, Cab? Or? Yes. Or no, the, you know, the one that... No, no, uh, the, the, oh, the, 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 oh, uh, the one who gets bonded with cancer. I forgot his name. I thought uh, the boy's name was cancer, but maybe I'm wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the kids' names are the same. Yeah, cancer. Yeah. Like cancer, born and somebody else. Fangry. No, not Fangry. Uh, Cancer's what? almost like a mean-looking Gohan. Yeah, yeah. There, there's, uh, yeah, there's Cancer, uh, Bullhorn, and Wilder. Wilder is Fangry, yeah. Yeah. But we'll get into that later because we're we, we still have to deal with the uh, headmaster juniors. Master Force, spoilers ahoy! <laughs> right, uh, and just for anyone who gives who anyone who wants to Michael Bay films, there's going to be a goddamn Optimus Prime. Calm the shit out, you know. Calm your tits. He's coming. Um, <laughs> he's not Optimus Prime. He just looks no, like him. He just looks like him. He's angrier and he has more kung fu. So, you know, he has he has, he has internal. You know, turmoil. He has to deal with shit, but you know. But we'll get you know, to that. He's, he's a Japanese trucker with golden rings in America. So come on, man. He's got a lot to deal with. I know, right? He's, he's very angry. Very angry. Um, as far as the first episode of Master Force, I, I will look it up. I think it's it's really good uh, introspective in Transformers history. I, I think it's fun. It's fun. That's that's all I gotta say. It's fun. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. 
So thank you for listening this week. Um, I really do appreciate it. Tune in to more. Next time it might be Mike. Next time it might be Derek. Might be Brian. Who knows? We. Nope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nope. It will. It will not be me. Disclaimer. Never me. <laughs> but um, you never well, know. Who he, might... can, he, he can suggest ideas. I'll. 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 I'll host if Brian suggests. Yay. A cool idea. Yay. I and, and actually, um, we are always welcome to uh, insights and opportunities. You can throw them up on our uh, Facebook, our Twitter. Um, we also have stuff on Stitcher right now, so throw up those ideas. We may not give a shit about them and not listen, but we also may be like, hey, that's really fucking cool. So send them to us. And until then, this is TF Tuesdays. I am Tony. Hey, this is Brian. This is Derek, Derek WC. Changing, burning. (laughs) (laughs) It's Michael. (laughs) That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I I freaking love those eye catches. Peace. Good job, Tony. Sweet. Thank you. Thank you. I did research. I actually like, made sure I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, see, you see, and I was the stupid one. I'm like, yeah, landmine, wave rider guy. What's his name? Fuck, I don't know what I'm <laughs> talking about.